Welcome to the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Uh, I want to read you something here if I can pull it up on my screen. Garner, yesterday morning you were talking about how people like to brag about how quickly they get ready for work in the morning. I woke up to the national anthem this morning, got dressed, poured a coffee, and I'm already on my way to work? Where's my trophy, Chris? Uh-oh. It is actually impressive. That was like six minutes ago. Six minutes ago, the national anthem was on. Anyway, Chris, unfortunately, we're out of trophies, but uh, here's your very own pony. <laughs> I hope you have a two-bedroom. This is the Garner Andrews Show podcast. podcast. I, uh, I was listening to your story about your being Canadian tire there. Yeah, I was in Canadian Tire a few weeks ago, just picking up a couple of things. And I was in there for 15 minutes. And in those 15 minutes, I got approached twice. And I think it was because of what I was wearing that day. Yeah, that's, uh, that happened to me at the River Cree. My wife had a staff party there. So, you know, we went, we were all dolled up to the nines. And every time I would get up to go to the bathroom, someone would ask for either assistance with one of the games or a drink. And, you know, whatever, I was just being a nice guy. It's like, oh, drinks are over there, and I don't know, hit the four corners, and that should help you with the machine. <laughs> and this one lady, I finally, okay, that's enough. What's, what's going on type deal? She asked for a drink, and she started complaining that it was taking too long. And I said, well, why don't you talk to that person right over there? And I'm pointing to a waitress. And she goes, oh, you don't work here? I said, no. And she goes, I'm sorry, but you're dressed exactly like the staff. And I looked. And I was. <laughs> black suit? I had black pants and a burgundy uh, dress shirt. Oh, boy. Yeah. And I told my wife, and she laughed because she, you know, she dresses me. Whatever. Mm. I'll admit. And, uh, yeah, so that was kind of an ongoing joke. So at what point do you just go into the bathroom and tear the sleeves off that dress shirt? <laughs> right? right? Yeah. yeah. Just everybody, uh, leave anyways. me alone. I don't work here. <laughs> Uh, thank you for that. This just came in on the text machine, too. I was at an HMV, and there was this guy stacking DVDs under the CD racks. So I asked him if he knew where a particular CD was, and he said, Oh, I don't work here. It's just driving me nuts seeing these DVDs not stacked neatly. Wade, thank you. That is next level right there. When you go into a retail business and you start folding shirts or putting away CDs and DVDs, boy, oh, boy. I wonder what that guy's apartment is like. Probably spectacular. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! Apparently it happens to all of us everywhere we go. People just think we work there. Start asking you random questions. It's kind of weird. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know whether to answer the question and actually point the person towards the crew next or if I should tell them that I don't work there. Anyway, go ahead. Hi, Garner. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm good. Just, you know, working. Yeah. <laughs> so am I. Yay! I heard you've been up since 3.45. Me too. Uh, yeah, maybe I got up at 3.40. <sighs> yeah, well, actually, I slept till 4.10. And if I want to brag about what time I get, I get up at 4.10 and I left at 4.40 and I got to work 10 minutes early. Really? It's okay. Hot. For five o'clock. Wow. But I wanted to chime in. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I was in Safeway yesterday, and I was wearing white shorts and a gray tank top that had a dinosaur on it. And this woman came up to me with a piece of kale and said, what is this? I'm like, it's kale. And she goes, how much is it? I'm like, I don't know. Look at the prices. And then some other man that didn't work there either, he's like, I know, she was asking me too. And then we found the price together for her. And then we left and she was still trying to ask us questions. So we just walked away. It's like, wow, white shorts and a gray tank top with a dinosaur on the front of it. Safeways really let their dress code slide. Apparently, another fellow didn't look like he was working there. He had his cart and he was shopping. And yeah, yeah just, just what is this? Oh, you know, I started, I felt bad too, because this spring I was at that Home Depot over in Windermere and I was in the garden area because... I was trying to find some stuff to patch my lawn because uh, you and your beloved dog kill my grass because you let your dog pee on it. Yeah. So I was trying to fix my lawn and I just, I find that when you go to the garden center at these big box stores, there's not enough people working there. So you just uh-huh. find somebody who looks like a grandpa because grandpas know about lawns. <laughs> so, That's a good idea. So I found this guy. He's an older guy, and he's in there with his wife. And I just, I said, hey, you look like you know a lot about lawns. And he did, but he's like, what you want to do is you want to pick something with the nitrogen level, and it just got really super boring. But then a lineup started, and all these oh, no. other customers were asking <laughs> this poor guy, and his wife was getting so irritated. And I felt bad for that. But at least I got Aww. the answer to my question, and my lawn looks pretty damn good. Well, that's good. But, that well, he must have enjoyed it, though. So, otherwise, he probably would have been like me and like, I don't know, and walked away. Yeah, I don't know. The woman behind me that started asking him questions, one of her questions included the word uh, deciduous. So I'm not sure how the, West, the rest of that conversation went. I just left. I had my answers. I was gone. Garner! It's the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Podcast. My name is Garner Andrews, and right now I would like to salute all those people going to work doing inventory in big box stores or suppliers going into big box stores who will be asked a thousand times today, hey, do you work here? No. You're just trying to count screws, and now you have to start over again because somebody wants to know where the garden hoses are. I propose that you get a helmet with a beacon on top that just flashes. It says, I don't work here. And then you'll be left alone and you can get your job done. Uh, I need to grab this. Hi. I, I have, well, kind of a question. It's about, it's about the hat, uh, the I don't work here hat. Mm, yeah, because um, yeah, so many times you go into those big box stores and you think you finally found an employee to ask a question to and they're like, I don't work here. I'm doing inventory. That, that's not my problem, though. My problem is that everybody thinks I work there. Like you're into an Canadian Tire. Everyone, it doesn't matter what store me. It's like I work everywhere. <laughs> you, you just have that look to you that screams retail, right? Y- yes. Apparently, that's my life. That, that's, I don't know, I, I guess my journey. Maybe do, you just, my, do you find yourself out of frustration, though, when people are like, where do you keep the oil filter wrenches? You just go, they're in the light bulb aisle. Like, do you just start throwing stuff out like that? Uh, not, not like obvious. 
uh, wrong. I will. It depends on my mood. If I'm in like a silly mood, I guess you could call it. Uh, I will give just random answers. Yeah, a little like, playful oh, misdirection. Yeah, I'll succeed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just you just missed it back down at that aisle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I will do that. What is I it have, that? What what a, what part of you is it that sort of gives off retail worker vibe? Like what what is it? Um. Well, I've been thinking about it because. I wasn't sure at first. I think maybe if I'm wearing just all black, maybe it's just my face. I I don't know. Hmm. But uh, I had, it was like maybe a week ago, and I was shopping in South Common, and two different stores, I had people, well, one didn't walk up to me, but ask for stuff. And they don't even ask, do you work here? They just say, can you get me this? (laughs) Yeah. The worst one, I will say, is um, what happened twice in one day. The worst one, though, it was in sport check, and it was like 15 minutes before closing, and I was in a rush. I had a massive pile of clothes to try on because that's, that's my style, to be the last one out of the store. And this guy, not not he doesn't come up and ask for help. He yells across the store. I'm in the clothing section. He's looking at shoes. And yells, hey, I'm trying to look around, like, is this guy talking to me? And and asks for shoes. It was very awkward. Must be exhausting for you to go shopping. It's it's an adventure. Yeah, okay. What's, what's your first name? Kayla. Kayla? Yeah. Okay, Kayla, I, I, have, I have newfound empathy, sympathy, <laughs> compassion for people that for some reason just look like they always work wherever they're at. Right. I, th- I think maybe, maybe it's my vibe. Maybe I look like I want to help people. I'm not sure. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe you're just a super approachable looking person. You know, I've been, I don't know. I guess you can't see me, but I've been told I have RBF. So, somebody People have told you you have RBF, but yet they approach you in stores? Yes, yes. Okay, like, this is confusing now. It, it is. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what it is. I think maybe it's just all all black that people would assume. Yeah. But kind of like your Canadian Tire experience, um, that's not the, the tire. That Canadian Tire, it's like beige khakis and a red shirt. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'm I'm never going shopping again in my dark blue jeans and my light blue short sleeve denim shirt. It's too much denim, you, first of all, but second, it, it does sort of look like a uniform. You know what? Uh, double denim's okay in Alberta. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Kayla. I appreciate that. Uh, look at all the texts. What's RBF? Why don't you ask the internet that, okay? And then you will be just as confused about the Kayla situation as I am. People with RBF don't typically get approached by strangers in big box stores. Garner! This is the Garner Andrew Show podcast. I was just uh, calling about the um, being approached by people when you don't work places and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, so that last lady, she was saying she's the one that always gets approached even though she doesn't work there. Yeah. Um, I'm in the exact same boat. But instead of being annoyed by it, I, I kind of like, I, I take it as a compliment. Like, I, I don't think you look like you work there or you have that face or whatever. It's just you're walking around like a boss. And you look like you know where things are. I think a lot of it, too, is that people that carry themselves with a lot of confidence, you're right. Yeah, like you just look like you know what's going on. And then and if, if you it could go, even go into your um, 
you were raised right, you're that whole side of the argument. If you're raised right, you'll give them like the yes. You're at the Home Depot. You're like screws are down that aisle. Yeah, you know it's just one of those things. But yeah. I was like, it's not a negative. <laughs> no, I know. I'm I'm always yeah. amazed by people that work in huge grocery stores and that where you can ask them like, where's the French onion soup mix aisle twenty seven? Like they know instant. Do you have to memorize the entire store before they put you out on the floor? I would love to know that because I used to have a friend in university who worked at a grocery store, and when we'd have a couple drinks, he would like let us quiz him, and he could have been. Full of nonsense, but it sounded really good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good party <laughs> trick. It's Garner! 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 You're listening to the Garner Andrew Show podcast. I've heard from so many people this morning who say that whenever they go to like Home Depot or Rona or where and they have their safety vest on, they're just going in there to pick up a couple of things. They have to like beat the customers away. Don't wear your safety vest in there. That'll help. People in Alberta, we love our safety vests here, don't we? Uh, somebody else said, I once wore a red golf shirt to Canadian Tire. I've never been so popular. That's actually a great way to meet people right there. Maybe you're lonely. Maybe you're looking for love. Put on the, uh, the red golf shirt, head over to your local Canadian t- Tire and sort of hang out in the department where the kind of people you are interested in might be hanging out. That's brilliant, actually. Maybe you're looking for someone that shares your interest in creating a cozy but yet practical living room environment. You can put on your red golf shirt, bring a selection of cheeses and wine, set up a little bistro table in either the paint department or you might want to try over there in area rugs and throw pillows. You'll be swimming in romance. The Garner Andrew Show podcast. Uh, I'm going to read you a text message here. It says, I wear my car key on a lanyard, a Pikachu lanyard specifically. Walmart, Michaels, almost any department store, I inevitably get asked where things are. And when I look confused, they cop an attitude and say, don't you work here? And point at my Pikachu lanyard. Okay, this might, uh, maybe this is just me. Oh, maybe I'm being judgmental again, and I'm sure you'll point that out. Uh, But I feel like when I see people that wear their car key on a lanyard around their neck at all times, they're the same people that always had the mitten strings when they were kids, and maybe they still do have the mitten strings. They're also the same people that never remember where they put their wallet or their sunglasses. I guess what I'm saying is that to me, seeing your car key hanging around your neck, it doesn't exactly instill a sense of confidence for me. I would suggest you don't wear your car key around your neck when you're going for a job interview. Okay? Just put that in your pocket. Garner! It's the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Podcast. I wish I was a Sonic Rock Tour winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. Ray's turn to take a shot at the Sonic Rock Door today. It didn't go according to plan. He took a listen to the clip. Guest Gob give up the grudge. And we had to report back to him that he was a loser. Ray does not get the money. So tomorrow morning at 820, we play for $1,412. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 820 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. This is the Garner Andrews Show podcast. 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 
Hi, I like literally just got into my car as uh, as you were talking about the keychain around your neck kind of person. <laughs> yeah, people that wear their car key on a lanyard around their neck. It just sort of, I look at you and go, huh, that person loses a lot of stuff. Well, I would like to say that I am that person, and that moment really spoke to me as you started saying that person probably loses their wallet and probably loses their head if it isn't screwed on tight. That is me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just suggest that when you go to a job interview, don't wear your car key on a lanyard around your neck because people will instantly go, oh boy, she can't even keep track of her own car key. But if the lanyard has the company's name on it, then maybe I'm just like you know, super into the job. Uh, I don't know. I think you should probably just put it in your pocket or your purse or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I there, there used to be a guy that worked here in this building and really nice guy, very friendly and outgoing. And But it was like a tornado everywhere he went. Like just con- every single time he went away, he'd lose his wallet and then he'd get back to Edmonton and he had lost his apartment keys and... He'd have to call a locksmith or stay in a hotel. It just, what is with some people that just can't keep three or four items organized at all time? I would like to say that I that I am that person. So I do like understand on that personal level why people do it. I'm just, I'm very absent-minded and very forgetful. And it's just one of those things where you remember every detail up until you lose something and then it's just gone and you don't, like, you don't remember it all. But I've lost my... <laughs> I've lost my ignition key in the middle of winter because I, like, left the ignition key in the car and then went to go into a store to, like, grab some groceries. And when I came out, I no longer had my ignition key on me. And I was like, I don't even know what happened. So I had to, like, walk home, get my other ignition key, and then, like, unlock my car. There's just certain things that, you know, like I I say, the big three, your phone, your wallet, and your keys. How hard is it to keep track of three things? Uh, it's pretty hard. I have tiles attached to all three of them. So they're like these little things that are Bluetooth enabled. Yeah, so if you need them, yeah. you can like dingling them, you know? But don't you, can't you attach the memory of the inconvenience last time you lost your wallet or your keys and go, huh, not going to do that again? Like when you were a kid and you touched a hot toaster and you're like, I'm not going to touch that toaster again. No, you just, you you don't remember that feeling until it happens again. And then you're like, oh yeah, this is why that sucks. The Garner Andrew Show Podcast. Garner! Garner, I'm married to a guy that has to have his ID replaced at least once a year. I swear he knows off by heart the phone numbers he needs to call in order to cancel his credit cards. Because he loses them so often. It's frustrating and exhausting. I had to go pick him up from Rexall Place after a hockey game a few years ago because he couldn't remember where he parked his car. He's a smart guy, too. He works at the university, has background in science, but hasn't got a clue when it comes to the science of getting his S together. Aha, Lori. So, of course, I had to write back to Lori and find out if he ever did find his car or if it's still abandoned there somewhere. And uh, she said no. We went back the next day in the daylight and drove around and found it parked on a side street, like a few blocks north of Rexdahl, exactly where he had parked it the night before for the hockey game. Thank you, Laurie. Garner! This is the Garner Andrews Show podcast. About parents hiring coaches, video game coaches for their kids, so their kid can be the best at 
I don't know, Fortnite or whatever they're playing these days. Uh, I got this text message from Tara. It says, back in my day, we had magazines like Nintendo Power and those little card packs with the hints and stickers in them. Good times. Oh, yeah. So true. When you were gaming back in the 80s and 90s, your coach was a two and a half by three and a half inch piece of cardboard. And you know what? That was good enough. Uh, on the topic of people who... Some people are going to get upset by this because I'm making fun of those people that wear their car key on a lanyard around their neck. When I see that, I think, oh boy, I don't, it doesn't really inspire me to feel confident about you as a leader, as somebody who keeps their life in check. When you have to have it right there around your neck at all times, that just tells me you lose a lot of stuff. You should be able to look after the big three. When you're an adult, you should be able to look after your keys, your phone, and your wallet. Maybe your sunglasses, too. But it's easy to replace your sunglasses. Uh, good morning, Garner. My wife is one of those people. Uh, I'm a bit OCD, so I check and recheck again and again. But my wife works at a hospital and loses her keys so often that the security guys know her keys and they know her name. Perhaps there is a connection or a parallel here between people who hit the snooze button and people who don't. Rob. Well, I would imagine that Rob is uh, not a snooze button guy. Uh, I wrote back to Rob and I had to share my personal experience with him. And let me start by saying, this is going to sound awful, because this is the part where I say something really, really good about my wife. She is really smart. She's super practical. But... She has trouble with her car key. She quite often loses her car key. And I always tell her, always put it in the exact same place. When you come in the house, put it in the exact same place every single time. And you will never have to look for your car key. And I've been telling her that for years. But at least once a week, she has to conduct a, a Jason Bourne-style search of the house. She'll eventually turn it up. But it takes three to seven hours to put the house back in order again. It's Garner! 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 You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show podcast. You got your keys hanging around your neck all day long. That just sort of tells me that maybe you're not the most organized person. Oh, maybe I'm being judgmental. I don't know. But anytime you need to inspire the team... Put those in your pocket because when I'm, you're standing at the front of the room and you're trying to pump me up and everything, and I see your car key hanging around your neck, I'm like, oh boy, mm-mm, nope, not listening to that person. They're not organized at all. Somebody just texted and said, Garner, I'm so key irresponsible that my husband made me buy a car with a fob and then put a keypad on our front door. I know my keys are near me and that's good enough. Yeah, but a key fob won't start your car. Like, people, I have one of those cars, too, where I just have to sort of be near it, and then the door unlocks, and I can get in. But if I don't have the fob in my pocket, then I'm going nowhere. It's the same as a key. Uh, somebody else said, Garner, I heard you saying something about snooze button people versus non-snooze button people. What's that about? Uh, well, we were talking on the show the other day about the people that repeatedly, maybe you're laying there right now hitting the snooze bar when the alarm goes off. And to me, the snooze button people, they're just big fans of disappointment. 
They just love disappointment. In fact, they love disappointment so much that they like to wake up to disappointment three or four times when uh, the rest of us are only disappointed once. So that's what we were saying about the snooze button, people. The Garner Andrew Show podcast. We were talking on the show yesterday about a certain species of human being that no matter where they go, everyone always thinks they work there. But these people are just like you and me, just looking for a bundle of celery that isn't limp or a box of three and a half inch deck screws. But no, for some reason, they have a face that screams, hey, I work here, when they don't. We talked to several people on the show yesterday that, that have to bear that burden whenever they shop. What's your story? I got a new one for the list. Being tall. Mm, constantly having to get cans of corn off the top shelf. Man, the amount of people that ask me, hey man, you're a tall dude, would you mind helping me? I'm like, seriously? You're lucky I just, uh, okay, sure, fine, whatever. Really, does it happen all that often? It does. Like, if I go anywhere that mostly good stuff's up high, so anytime I'm in London Drugs, I get asked. Anytime I'm in Walmart, I get asked. Toys are us, it- you know, the little kids constantly ask. <laughs> but these are these are little kids, and I imagine yeah. little old ladies that could this really This is why use- I begrudgingly do it. Oh, okay. How tall are you? There. I'm six foot four. Well, that's tall, but it's not like... It's not like six foot six or six foot seven. One of the one of those people walks into a room, people start speaking in hushed tones. But it's up there. It's it's up there. I mean, I'm glad the next generation is taller than me. Thank God. I I'm five foot ten, maybe five foot eleven if I really stretch it, which yeah. I think might be about average. I don't think of myself as short, but I don't think of nope. myself as tall. But the um, I would never ever. Ask another guy to get something off the top shelf. For no, me. it's definitely it's definitely just the ladies. <laughs> it would I would feel I don't know. Maybe I should stop being so uptight about that. But I would just not feel right about having to ask a stranger to get something off the shelf for me. Oh, even for me, I'll go hunting for the ladder instead of the employee. I'm mm. like, I know how to use the ladder. I'm, whatever, I don't care. Oh, sure, but hang on care. a second. Aren't you supposed to be wearing a safety vest and a hard hat and nine rope times off? out of ten, I am. Yeah, rope off both ends of the aisle because, hey, there's a ladder in here, folks. Throw down some cones. Yep. Nine times out of ten, that's already my attire, so I'm already good to go. Okay, thank you. Somebody... Uh, no, he hung up. Somebody asked the question. I assume that maybe you're a guy who's five foot four, but they asked the question. Ask that guy if he'd rather be five foot four instead of six foot four. Hmm, good question. I can't imagine being that burdened by being six foot four. This is the Garner Andrews Show podcast. 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 Hey, good morning, Garner. How's it going? Good. How about you? <laughs> oh, good. I'm a tall guy, and I just heard that other tall guy whining about being tall. Is are you burdened? Is it? No, in in no way. I would say I would say once every six months, there's like a sweet little old lady or. Someone who needs help with something off the top shelf. Okay, and I'm, I'm gonna more guess... than happy to help. Like I'm like, you know, what we should add to this guy's list is if you see a tall guy, just ask if his name's Ben. You know that I'm gonna help you. So now he's got to worry about people asking him for stuff, and if his name's Ben. <laughs> Maybe that's something we should do on the show. Is we should uh, we should have a tallest Sonic listener day, 
and uh, see <laughs> how tall are you, Ben? Uh, I think I'm six four on a good day. Uh, I, I, that's yeah. I mean, you're in contention for probably the next four minutes because we'll probably <laughs> find somebody who's six foot five. But it, oh ben, man, well, you know what's the worst part is that once you get to that like six foot six, six foot seven gap, that's when you can't get through a normal standard size door. Well, six anyone. foot six is that's a door, right? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Okay, uh, how tall's Josh Homme? From Queens of the Stone Age, Bryce. He does he when he was in here, he had, had to duck, right? Yeah, I think he, he had to kind he's of. He's pretty duck. big guy. Yeah, he command he commands the stage for sure. It's too bad he's such a jerk. <laughs> uh, okay, Ben. Right now, you're in the uh, the lead here on the Garner Andrews Show. Tallest listener. All right, I'll hang on to. Uh, I'll time how long the title lasts. <laughs> okay, have a good one. You too. Talk to you later. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner. Uh, hey Garner, I'm six foot five. If I could do it all over again, I would be an even six feet. It's hard to buy pants. I don't fit in tents, and no one will ever pick me for a bank heist because I can't crawl through vents. Never thought about that. Thank you. Uh, go ahead, Sonic. I'm a tall person, and I have burden. You are burdened, hey? Yeah. Is it you that, know, like, whenever you go to a grocery store, are people just sort of following you around, asking you, you to know, get... That's that's not the issue I have. The issue I have is with shower nozzles being six to seven inches lower than they need to be, stopping at a red light and having to crane my neck down where my nose is basically touching the steering wheel just so I can see when Hang the light's going to change. I need to change the music here. Okay, there we go. That's better. Uh, is is it an issue though? Like, do you that guy that called in before, and he's just had enough of people asking him to get stuff off the top shelf at the grocery store? Has that ever been an issue for you? You know, it sounds to me like he needs to buck up a little bit because I, I like it when people you know ask. I, I feel helpful. When Height is a gift, pal. Shelf, Height you know? is a gift. How, how do you how do you be angry at a little old lady who can't reach something off the top shelf? You know, yeah. like I don't find that a burden. My okay. burden is with shower nozzles and stoplights. What's your first name? I'm John. Thank you. John, how tall are you? Six two. Hmm. Six two. You've been disqualified already. This is the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. How about you? I'm doing all right. My name is Mark. I know you're looking for tall people. I'm just average 5'11". Mm, same but, as me. Uh, my wife's family is like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, so whenever I go to family reunions or weddings, I'm always the shortest guy in the room. Oh, and it sucks because you got to stand in the front row of the family photo with the kids. Right? Sucks. But now I'm working. My boss is 6'7". And now his kid's old enough to work with us. And he's 6'6". Wow. And we had a locksmith show up, and it's all his volleyball friends. And uh, the locksmith's like six foot eight. And he's like, "Why are these guys all the same height?" And I'm just sitting there, like short, and everybody's <laughs> laughing at me. I'm just like, "Ah, uh, they're tall. I'm not." Yeah. What do can you work? You do? Uh, do you work near drywall? Because I was going to say you could just always wear drywall stilts all day. That's actually a good point. Yeah, I'm a problem solver. It's it's one of my. I might not have the gift of height, but I have the gift. Of solving problems. Drywall stilts. Those are the answer. Go to any pawn shop at any time of the day, and there's always drywall stilts. 
Why is that? I think we both know why. Garner! It's the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Podcast. Hi, I'm uh, phoning in for the tall person. Now, how tall are you? I am six foot eight. Okay, now we have a new clubhouse leader. Yeah, it is It is kind of a burden on uh, in some situations, like especially on an airplane with the, with the small seats. Oh, yeah. Very frustrating. So are you able to drive a regular car? No. Well, some cars do fit, some cars don't. So when we went out to buy a new car, I'd sit in a lot of them and see if I could fit in them, uh, like a Ford Mustang. Can't get the gear shifter in the first gear if it's a manual. Hmm. Never thought about that. I was thinking more about the headroom. You could probably get one with, uh, like, a T-roof in it. Uh, on some cars, my head would stick out of the sunroof. How about pants? Are you able to just go buy pants? No, I have to go to a big and tall shop to buy pants. Are they super stylish? Uh, some of them are, some of them aren't. Uh, I pretty much just take what I can get. Are there regular height people working in the big and tall shop? Yes, there are. That must be weird. It like, is. They don't understand. Is, they can at least get into that inseam nice and nice and easily. <laughs> they can what? They can get into that inseam nice and easy. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're probably staring right at it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but do you, when you go into one of these big and tall shops and you see the guy who's 5 foot 10 or 5 foot 11, do you look at him and go, you know nothing about me? You don't know anything about my struggles at all. Well, I'm pretty sure he sees lots of big and tall people in the shop, so maybe he has a little bit of judgment that way. Yeah, you're probably right. But I'm also the same guy that thinks that everybody who works in a maternity store should be pregnant. Do you have to buy extra long ties? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. Because if you get uh, just a short tie, it comes just below your solar plex area. <laughs> yeah, doesn't, and doesn't it looks funny. It's, like, it's just an arrow pointing at something, and you don't know what. So And shoe size. What size shoes, shoes? Are another thing that really, really suck when you're tall. Because if you have big feet, you can't go into a normal store and buy buy a set of size 15 or 16 shoes. They all have to say, oh, those are custom order. That'd be weird if you were six foot eight and you had like size nine feet. <laughs> I don't think you could stand up. Now, what size feet do you have? I have size 15. 15? And they're extra wide. So even if I find a set of 15 that fit on my feet, if they're not wide enough, then they really pinch my feet and hurt. Okay. I'm finally starting to understand the burden of being tall. It, there, there's some burdens, but other times it's really nice. Um, not many people, when they see that you're tall and they're yelling at you, they will kind of back off and be like, well, maybe I shouldn't do this. But does it not start... Well, hang on a second. I got so many more questions. Can you hang on just one second? Yes. I really had no idea I would have so many questions for a tall person. Garner! This is the Garner Andrew Show podcast. We are in search of just really tall Sonic boys and Sonic girls. I don't know why, but we're shining the spotlight today on the plight, on the burden of being tall. And I got a guy on the phone right now, six foot eight. I had no idea I would have so many questions for you, but thank you for sitting on hold. It must be kind of soul-crushing for you, though, when you go into a movie theater and you sit down in front of people and all you can hear is, oh, Christ. <laughs> well, when I sit in the movie theater, if it's just the regular movie theater, when I sit there, my knees are so far up 
that halfway through the movie, I start to get a leg cramp. So I have to stand up and start to walk up and down the aisle just to get my leg to stop cramping. Yeah, but can you hear the people behind you complaining and dissing you in hushed tones? Why does that freak have to sit in front of me? Sometimes, especially if I wear like a big cowboy hat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you have a brand new perm. Uh, What is your first name? Cody. Cody? Yep. Cody is not a tall guy name. No, it's not. I think your name should be Buck. Yeah, Buck sounds good. I should get changed. You should. And as a matter of fact, I'm giving you the rest of the day off, Buck, to go down to City Hall or wherever it is you go to change your name to Buck. It's Garner! 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 You're listening to the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Wednesday, August 1st, and this is the news. Billy Talons are planning something very special for Toronto in the wake of the shooting spree that killed two innocent people just over a week ago. They've announced that they're going to organize a special benefit concert for the victims of the Danforth attack. It'll take place next weekend. Billy Talon will perform alongside some other bands, such as City and Color. Sonic! A very scary scene unfolded on Twitter overnight involving two feet. He posted what he called a suicide note. His Twitter was later updated by his dad, who says that two feet is recovering in hospital from whatever happened. It serves as a reminder that help is always available to anybody who needs it. Sonic! And Brandon Flowers was a guest on Late Night with Seth Meyers the other day, and he talked about many things, including the early days of the killers and how they formed thanks to a classified ad in the paper. At the end of each ad, they would put what what influences you had. And so I would just look at the band names, look at the band names, and it was a lot of new metal and a lot of stuff that I wasn't really affiliated with. And then I saw the Beatles, and I saw Smashing Pumpkins in Oasis, and I thought, that's, that's close enough for me. <laughs> yeah. And that was how I met our guitar player. Yeah. The Garner Andrew Show podcast. Hey, Sonic. Um, we're calling in about the tall people contest. Yeah, the burden of being tall. Are you a tall guy? I'm six eight. I'm mm-hmm. six. Uh, I'm six eight. Yeah. Six Got eight. Two tall guys here. Oh, there's two six people. Eight. On. Okay. Yeah, there's two of us. Okay, this is very confusing. You sound exactly the same. Are you brothers? Are you twins? No, we're just tall. <laughs> <laughs> Does it ever get old having to talk about being tall? Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. Everybody We've been assumes. Interrupted. Like, I've been on the phone, and the lady just walked up to me and was like, do you play basketball? Um, I said no, because I don't. That's like walking up to every single short person you see and going, are you a jockey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Hey, what are your names? I'm Dempsey. I'm Theron. Dempsey and Theron? Yeah. Those are good tall guy names. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Thank you for that. Jockey is the only short person occupation I could think of. There's got to be others, but jockey was the first thing that popped into my mind. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check Sonic1029.com for more. Hey, it's Garner. Why are you still here? Don't you have a, a job or a friend? And if you don't, I apologize if that's insensitive. Uh, Anyway, while you're still here loitering and looking all shifty, let me tell you about a new podcast called The Big Story. It's a daily news and everything else podcast featuring some of the biggest names in Canadian journalism, and it's hosted by Jordan Heath-Rawlings. 
a guy that's been lobbing questions at smart people for more than 15 years. The big story, get it now, fresh off the podcast showroom floor.